Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Thanks for listening to the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Sponsored by FanDuel.com. FanDuel.com, the leader in single-day fantasy sports contests. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Bringing you up-to-the-minute industry news. Time for me to tell you about the biggest tournament in the history of daily fantasy sports. Interviews from the biggest names in the industry. The one and only Condia. Head Chopper joins us now to talk about this weekend in daily fantasy football. Now on the podcast, Napster Man. And game analysis to save you time and help you build your bankroll. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head game, you are just going to lose. Here is your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome. It is a Wednesday edition now of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. Dan Bach with you, Mr. DB730, and we're going to focus today on the Wednesday night slate in Daily Fantasy Basketball. That's right, uh, big night as always uh, on Wednesday, so uh, we will go through all of these games for you in just a moment. Do want to let you know some stuff that's happening on our sponsor site, FanDuel. Of course, like I mentioned yesterday, their golf product is back, so definitely jump in over there. If you didn't know, we actually have compatibility already. Good job by the dev team here with um, FanDuel Golf and our lineup builder. And it's, you know, a little bit trickier when you've got the round one, two, three, four drafting, but it's all kind of set up. Uh, on our lineup builder that way, so you can uh, use that if you want to multi-enter. They got some uh, decent tournaments this opening week. The uh, 200K on a $3, 200K on a 25 150K on a 300 So uh, definitely uh, jump over there. Single entry tournaments, limited entry tournaments. So uh, they've got it all over there on FanDuel for golf. I'll be playing over there. I know I was a little critical of them yesterday, but just giving you my honest opinion. But as I also said yesterday... I love DFS, and I'm going to see if I can't figure it out and figure out a strategy that's most advantageous given the strange setup of the uh, the actual lineups themselves. So uh, we'll let you know how that goes. Also over on FanDuel right now, they've got uh, for NBA a March to the Playoffs promotion. This is uh, kind of cool. Uh, you might see a big tournament in the lobby today, 700 or what is it, $77,777 with a $7 buy-in. Catchy, I know. But basically what it is is they're going to be running these tournaments where um, not too different than the single-entry series where basically what they're going to do is they're going to take your top three scores from March 15th through the 21st. And... Uh, So you don't have to play in these tournaments every single day, but you need three qualifying scores. And the top 16 of those scores are going to be playing in a head-to-head kind of bracket playoff where uh, they will be playing head-to-head games until you've got your one winner, you know, NCAA bracket style. And uh, the winner's going to win, what, a trip for four to uh, an NBA playoff game. So pretty cool. You know, again, all this stuff looks like it's pretty much added value uh, based on the prize pool. So, uh, hey, if you're looking to play a $7 contest, make sure you get in that. Just a note, because it's spring break time for a lot of people, including myself. And I'll be gone next week uh, doing the old Disney cruise with the family. Uh, We'll see how that goes. I've heard nothing but good things. I'm optimistic. But uh, do know this, if you're traveling outside the country, Bahamas, Jamaica, Mexico, uh, you can't play Daily Fantasy, uh, unfortunately. So uh, be careful on the contests that you enter. Now, this is fine to play because these GPPs are just GPPs anyway. But, you know, if you do have a qualifying score, those head-to-head games start next week. So uh, definitely plan accordingly because, you know, that's definitely a problem that you'll find if you travel abroad trying to play daily fantasy 
uh, you get the old restricted location, which sucks. Absolutely sucks. So be wary of that if you're uh, heading out somewhere with the family for a couple of days, a week, or whatever, coming up uh, here very soon with the spring break holiday. So definitely wanted to pass that along. All right, let's get to the the big NBA slate tonight. We got like 10 games on this slate, so we will uh, certainly... Go one by one and uh, quickly look at the game totals. Largest one by far here today is Rockets and Lakers sitting at 235. This one's interesting, though, because Houston's favored by 17.5 points in this one. And they are up 11.2 in their uh, plus-minus in their implied total versus their season average today. That's a hell of a number for a team that's average is at 115. So their projected total today, implied I should say, is about 226. That's a lot of points, um, but it's also major blowout risk here at a 17-point spread. Uh, The only other ones that might catch your eye a little bit, Sacramento and the Suns. Suns are up 6.2. That's got a 221 and just a uh, six-point spread between those two teams. Uh, Under 200 in Utah and Detroit. At 200 in Memphis and Chicago tonight. Uh, And everything else is kind of middle of the road. So uh, there you go. Charlotte and Pacers, I think we're waiting potentially for a total in that one. But let's get to it. We're going to go game by game in terms of our breakdown here. So uh, let's start it out with uh, the Dallas Mavericks and the Washington Wizards. Now, Dallas plays very slow. Washington, they're kind of a normal, maybe slightly upper-paced team here. Um, And I think this can maybe be a bit of a competitive game. Uh, Total is not terrible in this one. I just feel like there's better value in this game on the Washington side of things. we got to keep our eye out on Wesley Matthews' status because he ended up getting hurt last game, did not play in that second half. Dorian Finney-Smith ended up starting. Now, I'm not really playing Dorian Finney-Smith at 3.5K. The guy just doesn't have enough upside. But um, there definitely could be a reason to look to Seth Curry in a bounce-back spot here with West Matthews out. That's really when he has uh, thrived. And the last two games has been really bad. Uh, what, 11 and 9 fantasy points. Now, it has nothing to do with his minutes because he's played 31 and 33, but the shots really haven't been there, and they certainly haven't been falling for him. But we love to see the salary get down to that 5-6 territory where probably should be. Uh, to be honest with you. On DraftKings, you've got him at 6,300. Probably more of a fade over there, um, but even with Wes Matthews out, um, that might put him in play there. But that 5,600, I think he's going to get going again um, sooner rather than later, so I don't hate him today. Our projection model, not a big fan, has him at 20 fantasy points, but I think there's upside here, depending on how the injuries maybe shake out. Um, uh, in terms of injuries in this one, we got to keep our eye on Nerlens Noel if he decides to play. He's a guy who's been pretty good, but not a top-flight matchup here against Washington for me. So that's the kind of drawback there. With the injury, you kind of worry about the minutes, so not likely going there. Uh, we do have some decent value in the middle tier with Barnes and, and Nowitzki here today. I think Barnes, for me, at 6K, uh, is very cash game playable at that number because his minutes are just rock solid. 35, 36, 37, 34, 33, 36, 38. So he's in the mid-30s daily. Hasn't really reached 30 fantasy points that often. Looks like uh, once in his last six games. So that's disappointing. But I think in this somewhat pace-up spot for them, uh, he's a guy that I'd be willing to look at. And then Dirk at 6.3. You know, he actually got off to a really solid start in that last game uh, against Toronto, finished with 17 real-life points. But, uh, you know, that game got, game got kind of out of hand, so didn't play much in that fourth quarter. Uh, but he has reached 30-plus fantasy points in four of his last five. So if you're a game log watcher, he's the one that's playing really well. And they haven't played since the 13th, so I don't expect too much on the uh, rest front uh, for Dirk Nowitzki. I'll have to check and see. Uh, whether or not they play tomorrow. Let me bring up the NBA schedule because that's something that we've definitely been learning is uh, is, is fairly important here, kind of starting to uh, look ahead a little bit. Uh, Thursday, we've got no Dallas on the schedule on Thursday, so that's pretty good news. 
Uh, not a lot of teams who are playing tonight are playing tomorrow. Looks like we got the Grizzlies. We've got the Clippers, uh, and that's it. Grizzlies and Clippers look like the only ones on front ends of a back-to-back. Uh, all right, let's uh, look at the rest of the players in this game. Wall Beal, I mean, these guys are okay, but they certainly are not coming at any sort of a discount for you at 8100 on FanDuel for Beal. Wall at uh, 10 4 Get them both a little bit cheaper on DraftKings. I mean, it is advantageous to play these guys simply because you know that they're going to get heavy run. They just do not go very deep on their bench. And I think there's a spot, like if I'm picking one, I think it's probably John Wall today. Uh, Beal is fine at 8-1, and obviously he saves you 2300 so I kind of get it. Uh, but... Uh, and he's been doing more, like looking at 37 fantasy points with 20 real life, 37 and 26, 58 and 38. Let me take that back. It's probably Beal um, over Wall here today, especially in this matchup. Going to get some Seth Curry defense, which uh, Beal should be able to be just fine against. Uh, I'm not looking to the bigs. Mahimi and Gortad kind of like eating each other's production. Mahimi really cheap at uh, at 3.5k but I don't think I can do it here tonight. Uh the other option for me would be Otto Porter at 6.1 here against Dallas and maybe even Markeith Morris, but I, I think Porter's the one I would prefer. Uh last game was, you know, 5 for 12, six boards, only one assist, 23 fantasy points. Uh, you know, at 6-1 he's all right. Like we kind of like him when he's below 6k. He's not that far from it. Certainly has 40 fantasy point upside and has been at 32 or more in three of his last four games. It's just his last one versus Minnesota didn't go particularly well. But to Washington going back home uh, might be a good spot for him to get it back going again. Uh, Charlotte and the Pacers. Pacers played last night. A pretty ugly game, by the way, versus the uh, New York Knicks. Uh, tonight, though, they are at home against Charlotte. Charlotte's going to be uh, shorthanded again. Nick Batum, as far as I know, did not travel with the team. So that's going to make Jeremy Lamb super chalky here tonight. And he's 4900 on FanDuel. Uh, looks like on DraftKings, he's a bit more expensive. They've kind of juiced him up to the $5,600 level. I'm not playing him for 5600 on DraftKings. Uh, the 4900 on FanDuel, probably going to be tough to avoid him at that price. I mean, I will say this much. I still think last game was a bit of an outlier. I don't think he's going 10 for 17 uh, once again from the field. Uh, now, he could get more rebounds and less points. Uh, is you know a 30 fantasy point projection for him out of the realm of possibility? Absolutely not. Like That could easily happen here. Uh, in this one, but I don't think he shoots the ball nearly as well as he did um, last game versus Chicago, and uh, he's an interesting tournament fade if he's going to be 50% owned. Coming off that last game, it wouldn't shock me if he is, so um, I mean, let's ask yourself real quick at shooting guard here today, is there a, a chance that Kentavious Caldwell Pope could score more fantasy points than Jeremy Lamb tonight? I think the answer to that is yeah. I don't think it's impossible to happen. I think it's it's not more likely to happen, but it's absolutely possible to happen. And you're going to look at a guy in KCP, certainly in this matchup versus Utah, who's probably going to be under 5% owned versus a guy like Jeremy Lamb tonight, who in cash games, you know, I don't worry about ownership, but in tournaments, is probably going to be 35 to 40% owned, uh, maybe even higher. So I think there's some game theory in the Jeremy Lamb fade against Indiana on the road today. Uh, the guys that I'm looking at, though, in this game, Kemba Walker at 8-4. Uh, you know, he got off to a slow start that last game, finished strong with 38 fantasy points. Uh, and he's, you know, not really shooting the ball great. 9 for 24. I think more times than not, you know, he's going to do a little bit better than that. And more than anything, not that he's a huge free throw guy, but scored 38 fantasy points last game um missed nine three-pointers had zero free throws so more times than not he's going to make more than three for 12 from behind the arc I think and he's going to shoot free throw so I think there's uh more upside than we saw in this previous game versus Chicago and I think you know on the road we get a little bit weary sometimes with him the total in this one looks like at 203 it's not huge 
but he's going to have to be a centerpiece of this offense, I think. Now, Marvin Williams, I, I came out last podcast and said, if Marvin Williams goes off and beats me, then so be it. Well, guess what? He, uh, he kind of beat me. 18 rebounds, 13 points for him last game. And, man, check this guy's, you know, what's on, what is he on? I mean, just a different player here over the last four games, uh, five games or so. And we'll see if he can keep it going tonight at 6,500. I'm not going to do it um, here tonight, but I get that people that are going to do it because he's just been really, really good. And this is this is like my largest bias or my biggest problem that I have. You know, you can look at your own game and say, where can I improve? Well, my thing is not really thinking that guys suddenly can change, their role can change when I've watched them play for a long period of time and I've got this mentality of them. And I've got this mentality of Marvin Williams as a guy who scores you like 22 fantasy points. That's it. Uh, so I don't want to pay 6500 for a guy like that. Uh, but that role certainly has uh, materialized in a, in a different manner here recently. But this just feels like... Ah, uh, man. It's, the wheels are going to fall off eventually. We'll see whether or not it is tonight. Uh, Paul George is at 8100 here. That's not a crazy price to pay for him. Uh, last night versus the Knicks, a uh, little bit surprising. He didn't have a better fantasy day than we saw, and I think part of it was uh, turnover. Six yesterday really kind of hurt because if I told you Paul George gave you 22-10 and 10 at 8100 think more than likely you'd take that because you're like, okay, he's going to have some steals, going to have some blocks, assists are going to be there. Um, but he had zero blocks, zero steals, two assists, and six turnovers. So uh, that really brought him back down to earth and, and didn't get him to that 40 fantasy point mark that we like to see. Not an easy defender by any means tonight because, uh, uh, you know, Michael Kidd Gilchrist potentially will be on him. But we also saw Jimmy Butler explode in this matchup not that long ago. Paul George, similar style of player there. So uh, I'm fine with him in this middle tier. We also saw Charlotte just not defend the three-point line well. I'm trying to see who could maybe exploit that. And the one guy that seems to stand out to me could be C.J. Miles. You know, he's the guy who can jack up seven to ten three-pointers. And we just have seen they just don't defend that well here lately. He has been really bad, though. So I would not consider him for anything but a GPP flyer on a Stars and Scrubs team. You want some James Harden tonight and a 235 total. Well, CJ Miles might be your path to that uh, at just 3,900 on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings, a little bit more expensive at 42. So I'm throwing him out there as a guy who might be able to take advantage of that. Uh, Jeff Teague at 6'8". Uh, man, the wheels have kind of fallen off for him too. He's been under 30 fantasy points in uh, his last four games. Uh, he's not really a big three-point shooter, but the shooting's just not been good for him. So uh, I think he can rebound at some point in time. Let's see, against Charlotte, he went uh, 30 fantasy points last time these two teams uh, kind of squared off, so that's not a terrible uh, output for him. And then the first game, not so hot, only 17 fantasy points for him there. Did go for 36 at home at 6,700 earlier this year, 16 and 11. So, um, you know, if he gave you that number at 6,800, you probably take it. Not a core play for me, but, you know, potentially a tournament option. Um, that's really too much I'm looking at. Maybe a little Michael Kidd Gilchrist, too, at 5,300. He really amped up the scoring last game at 22. Uh, that might have even been, it looks like a season high for him. Let's see. Uh, he actually scored 23 points in the opener. So second highest point total that we've seen this season from him. Nine for 12 from the field. Uh, the, the shooting doesn't bother me too much because, you know, he's a guy who doesn't take a lot from the perimeter. But um, I don't really see him quite getting back to that 30 fantasy point threshold here. But not an impossibility. Again, a little bit of a role change, a little bit more minutes maybe with Nick Batum out uh, for him. Uh, Thad Young, 4.8K against Charlotte. Man, I want to play Thad Young, but this guy also played uh, 37 minutes last night and scored four real-life points in 37 minutes. Uh, 14 fantasy points, kind of salvaged it with some rebounds, assists. Just not taking shots. I mean, he had that one nice game for 
Detroit there uh, where he went 9 for 14 from the field. But uh, I'm a little bit leery of probably going here at 4,800. So uh, that's probably going to be a, a pass for me. Uh, Jazz and Pistons here tonight. Uh, really low total at 200. Honestly, surprised it's not under 200. Uh, so we'll see what we've got going here in this matchup. Uh, Drummond versus Rudy Gobert. Man, I, Drummond was a big letdown for people last night. I just you know, getting nervous in that matchup there versus Tristan Thomas uh, Thompson. Um, but you throw that out, he has been, you know, kind of super consistent all season long. Uh, last game versus Utah, 19 rebounds for him. Only nine buckets, but had 19 boards in that game. Uh, so got you to 34 fantasy points. But that day he was 7,200. Tonight at AK, too hefty of a price tag for me to go there. And then Gobert against Drummond. Drummond not a great defender in his own right. Uh, Rudy, this last game, ended up going, uh, ended up playing 37 minutes against the Clippers. Gave you the double-double, but uh, the interesting thing about that usage way down, under 10%, looks like uh, only a handful of times this season he's ever kind of fallen to that level, so it makes you wonder whether or not the injury kind of uh, affected him at all. So um, I don't hate him with, you know, favors banged up. I, I still think he's got some rebounding upside, but lowest total tonight, highest salary, uh, not a top target for me. Uh, Tobias Harris uh, here against Utah again, moving into that starting lineup, fifty six hundred. His salary actually dropped back down; it went up to six for Cleveland. Uh, had a ho hum game there of twenty four fantasy points. That was kind of a blowout anyway last night, and then went dropped back to fifty six tonight. So I think Harris, um, you know, top DVP in the league against uh, that power forward position, but uh, not a guy that. I hate here today, but hard to get too excited about too many guys in this matchup. Reggie Jackson at 5-2, total dog again last night. Like, just when you want to believe in Reggie Jackson, something like that takes place, and it's really, really disappointing. Uh, Gordon Hayward, 7,800 against Detroit here. I don't think he is... Uh, a horrible option. Last game versus the Clippers kind of got back to that 30 fantasy point mark. Uh, you know, 78 for him versus 81 for a Paul George tonight. Probably going to give a slight edge to Paul George over Gordon Hayward. I think a tad bit more upside. George Hill is the one, though, that, uh, again, always for tournaments at 6,300. Like, I'd rather go here with him than, say, uh, Jeff Teague at 68. He's been at 34 or more in three of his last four games and uh, salary really hasn't risen for him. Last game versus the Clippers against a tough defender in Chris Paul. Got it done. 19-6-8 for almost 40 fantasy points. Not a lot of turnovers, so George Hill, interesting. I talked to you earlier about KCP. He was a letdown last night for sure. I'm pretty happy I had an anniversary dinner last night and didn't get to play because I would have probably struck out on some KCP at 4,700, but uh, I'm willing to go back to the well again. If he gets rolling, if he gets in a groove and he gets 15 uh, shots up, uh, he's going to make value at low ownership. I think he's an interesting pivot off of Jeremy Lamb today. Saw a lot of people burned by Rodney Hood a couple of nights ago, and I can't really play uh, Rodney Hood at this point in time. He's really cheap at 4-3, but uh, last two games under 10 fantasy points, I guess you could maybe float them in a tournament. But, you know, give me KCP at just a little bit more, and uh, I'll be excited about that. Joe Johnson, min salary punt at 3-6. Uh, came off the bench last game, took 12 shots, 28 minutes. Had some decent enough per- performances, but uh, not quite enough for me to roster Joe Johnson. No thanks. Uh, all right, let's move on to a better game, and it is the... Uh, Miami Heat playing host to the Pels. Of course, Pelicans played last night and handily uh, took care of Portland. Man, my hunches have paid off again yesterday. I really liked the Pels last night. Uh, I didn't know who was going to guard those bigs, and that's exactly what happened. Nobody could guard those bigs. Uh, Anthony Davis got banged up but did return, and I kind of asked the same question is, you know, trying to look at this matchup, like how is this going to break down? Because, I mean, is there any sort of chance that we see Luke Babbitt having to guard Anthony Davis tonight or DeMarcus? Like, no, like honestly, I think James Johnson tonight could easily be the starter here and get like 35 plus minutes. So James Johnson for me, who I never play, I'm not a neck tack guy. 
big shot there. Um, but I'm not a neck tat guy, but I kind of like him here today because I think he's going to be on the floor a ton. And, uh, you know, when he's over 30 minutes, he's usually pretty darn productive. So I think he sees over 30 tonight. Last game, it didn't go great for him. He took 16 shots. And more times than not, when he does that, he's pretty solid. Just didn't do much in the ancillary spots. So it was under 20 fantasy points last game. So I don't know if I'm going to roll him in cash, but I love him for GPPs tonight. Uh, Cousins, again, at 9K against Hassan Whiteside. Uh, I'm fine with uh, taking... Uh, him in this matchup, 22 shot attempts for him last game, uh, got to the free throw line uh, 10 times and filled up the stat sheet. Didn't quite get to 50, but 47 at 9K will take. And uh, I think he can get there once again tonight. So, uh, you know, he there was a period of time where he might have uh, might have played a little bit when when Davis went down, but uh, just too cheap at that 9K price tag. Now, you got Whiteside opposite of him at 8,700, and he had one of his classic uh, 2020 games last time out where he had that 51 spot. Now, that came against Indiana. And by the way, uh, I totally overlooked Miles Turner for Indiana against Charlotte. Uh, consider him. Really good matchup. We He was one of the things we called right on this podcast yesterday. Uh, against the New York Knicks. Back-to-back worries me a little, but Charlotte just terrible against Biggs. So look for him to potentially have a nice game tonight. Um, Whiteside, though, uh, I mean, for 300 more, it gets me Cousins, and I think I like that one a, a tad bit more. I mean, 21 shot attempts for him was just a major outlier there in that last game. Uh, he'd been at 8, 7, 10, 14 the four games before. I don't know if he's taken 20 field goal attempts in another game this entire season. Let's see, once, tw- two other times this season he had 20 attempts. So, I don't really see that happening here. Um, I don't think this is a premier matchup for him, so give me Cousins for 300 more. And uh, Dragic also was gone that last game. He's returning, but not meat on this bone. This one, you know, is already eaten up. Nothing but fat and grizzle there um, With uh, at 7,500 here. Uh, safe player most nights. I don't hate the matchup, um, but I don't see it coming off this injury. He literally looked like he got like knocked in the fit, like got in a, uh, uh, the boxing ring and just couldn't see out of his eye. So I don't really want to go there tonight. You get the uh, Chucker and Dion Waiters at under 7K tonight. Oh, I just hate Dion Waiters, but he's really more. Again, here's another guy that it's just like I have my biases. I don't like him. I don't think he's a good basketball player, but he's putting up good fantasy numbers. And I got to realize like his role has changed a little bit. Now, with Dragic back, I think that does cut into his shots, but Easily could get up 12 to 18 shots tonight anyway. And the most important thing with him is he's actually handling the point a little bit. You know, you look at five assists or more in four consecutive games. Uh, rebounding numbers aren't terrible for a guard. So the price point, I'm not in love with at 6,800, but I don't think he's unplayable. Uh, I warned you about Jordan Crawford yesterday. Uh, I said, like, I felt like there was a chance it wasn't going to work out. But I also said, like, if he gets you Russell Westbrook, you deal with it. And, well, guess what? Russell Westbrook gave you just another monster 70-burger or whatever last night. The 14 points from Crawford probably didn't kill you. But at $500 uh, bump in price, I don't think I'm going to go there tonight. I would almost rather uh, go down to uh, each one more at $3,700. Uh, he's a guy who played over 30 minutes in this game last night, or at 30 minutes, uh, 5 of 9 from the field, 22 fantasy points. Uh, I think I'd rather save a little bit and take him over Crawford. Uh, who do we see, like, draw the start um, for them? It was, let's see if I can't find that real quick. There was a, there's a odd name that I remember seeing uh, draw the start yesterday for the Pels. Uh, here we go. Uh, Wayne Selden Jr., that's right. I was like, what? I didn't even know Wayne Selden Jr. was in the league, let alone uh, a starter, but I'm probably not going there. He only played 15 minutes in that game. Uh, Tim Frazier wasn't terrible in 24 minutes. Uh, You like the the number that he got there, Um, but this is Davis, this is Boogie, and that's about it. Um, All right, let's see. Next game for us, we've got... Uh, the Timberwolves versus the Celtics. We'll be interesting to see how the Timberwolves do here. You know, they've been playing really good basketball. I want to say they've been at home 
for a while now. Uh, let's see here. Now they're on the road, obviously, for this game. But, yeah, they were at home in three of their last four, Washington, Golden State, and the Clippers. Uh, and they've been playing some great, great basketball. But to underdogs here tonight. And, you know, Ricky Rubio has just been incredible. And his price just has not risen high enough. 7600 and 56 spot the other night. Only rose 400 bucks off of that one. Gets a plus matchup versus Isaiah Thomas here. I think he could do worse than than him today. It's weird to think that he's a cash game play, but I think he's figured out his role with the team, and I think everybody is, you know, so much better off with Zach Levine not around. If I am Minnesota, I absolutely trade Zach Levine because I think he actually has value to teams out there. I'm not sure what you get for him, but he's a guy that I think I'd be willing to move on from. Just doesn't fit the build. Um, so uh, 7,600 for Rubio, definitely in play today. Uh, we've got Kelly Olynyk popping in our projections at 20 fantasy points, 3,900. Um, I know he played 30 minutes last game versus uh, Chicago. Not sure why he played that many minutes. Uh, Al Horford, let's see. Um, I think he went ahead and, and played. But, man, he's he's a guy that I just, I just don't trust. Um, tournaments, maybe. But 3,900 at center spot, I think I'm going to pass. Horford here at 6K. Again, we like the price tag, but a guy who's just uh, kind of been all over the map. He's kind of settled now. I think like the projection we have at 29 is fair. Um, price per dollar, he's one of the better options in this game, but really limited upside. Where Carl Anthony Towns, you just can't say enough great things about him. And he should probably be about an 11 five player right now and he's sitting at 10 eight and uh you know 50 fantasy points back-to-back games uh they're gonna need him here and I don't think this is a horrible matchup for him so uh yeah I'm fine with rolling him out there Wiggins I'm not playing Jay Crowder I'm not playing Brandon Rush at 3500 I am not playing uh I but B elites is the guy to look at a little bit I watched that game a good bit last last time out and was really impressed with Bielitsa, and I don't think it's a fad what we're seeing in his minutes. I think he's going to keep seeing right around 30. Double-doubled in just 28 minutes last game, 33 fantasy points. So I think we've got his projection at 18, and you know I think our projection team needs to up that. Uh, if you go back his last seven games, he's been at 30 fantasy points, or we'll say 27 fantasy points in four of seven. So uh, I'd probably set him at about 23-24 tonight. At 4.4, you can play him on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, let's see. Uh, nothing else in this game really standing out. IT2 at 8,800. A little bit interesting here uh, back at home in this game. Uh his upside, again, very limited because he's just so reliant on scoring, doesn't do enough, but we're back in that territory where he's just about playable. I mean, looking back, if you look at this salary back at uh, you know the end of January, he was 10K, 10.6, 10.9, 10.4, 10.5. This 8.8 number, this is the cheapest he has been at since, here we go, keep going back, since uh, December 29th. So uh, definitely, you know, a guy who I think can get us 40. Is he going to get us 50? Probably not, but I think he's safe tonight to get 40 in this matchup. Uh, Let's move on to Spurs and Portland. And really impressed with Patty Mills here lately. Even last game, the dude didn't shoot the ball very well at all. 5 of 13 from the field and still got you to 34 fantasy points. And they just played him piles of minutes. And uh, as long as Tony Parker is out, Murray is hurt, uh, Mills is stepping up and really looking the part. And I'm not surprised. He's been a really solid player in my eyes for a while. So he and David Lee absolutely pop off the page today from the uh, price per point side of things. You know, Portland just played last night. Could have some tired legs. Uh, Lee, he's not going to play 35 minutes or anything like that, but he's usually an efficient fantasy producer. He gave you 27 the other night against Atlanta, um, 7 of 8 from the field, 6 and 4. Like That is like the perfect David Lee line, and at 4,800, we can take that. So uh, I definitely like him tonight. Uh, going back to Kawhi Leonard, he was a little bit down in that last game. Um, uh, 
and that's weird because he scored, what, 40 fantasy points that day, but his usage was super steady at 36. He scored 31. I guess maybe the disappointment was the steals. He had zero steals. Typically, he's got a handful there. And, um, you know, rebounding assists were, you know, decent. But uh, 24 shots, he was just as aggressive as normal against Atlanta. Um, he's fine tonight if you can go up there and, and find room in the salary cap for him. Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, I was really worried about Nurkic last night. And it, you know, bore itself out. Now, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, let me look at this game last night. Not sure he got into foul trouble like I was. Well, uh, yeah, only had one foul. But I just didn't really like the matchup dealing with Boogie Cousins anyway. And um, he was kind of a fade for me. And uh, tonight, though, I think I'm willing to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, I get a little bit worried with these big dudes like Nurkic who are running, you know, back end of a back-to-back. Now, last night he played 22 minutes. I think we'll probably see him around maybe 25 to 28 today. Um Still underpriced at 6,600. I think I just want Boogie Cousins today at the center spot. So he just feels like a lot safer. But I think a fine tournament play uh, in this one. And honestly, I think I like Pau Gasol at 5,900 even a little bit more. Uh, We saw last game um, him go 27 minutes, gave you 10 rebounds, 37 fantasy points. Uh, A nice matchup here against Portland, who's kind of thin in that interior. Uh, But the, the shooters here... McCollum uh, and uh, Damian Lillard, they're fine. Uh, you know, I think I'm probably looking at Lillard here over McCollum. Um, I'll be interested to see the matchup that Kawhi Leonard draws. I don't think it's going to be Damian Lillard. Uh, let's see, previous matchup versus San Antonio for him this season. 37 fo- fantasy points for him, 7 for 19 shooting in that game. So uh, that's what I got versus uh the Spurs for him this season. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with Lillard at 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah, I'm okay with him. Back into the back-to-back on the road, a little bit leery. I don't think he's the best price per point dollar but or price per point guy, but if you're going to have some Spurs and you want to run it back with some Portland guys, I think it's him over C.J. McCollum here. McCollum at 7,300 is not a bad price tag at all. Uh, last night just didn't get it done. You know, 12 shots, only made four of them. So uh, you've kind of got that in the back of your head. Uh, last game versus San Antonio, he was fine. 10 for 19, 31 fantasy points. And then 5 for 16 for 28, the uh, other game that they uh, played this season. So um, he's just not my top play tonight. But price per point wise, you know, you could probably do worse than him. All right, Lakers and Rockets. This is the one that everybody's going to want to figure out here because we got a 235 total. And uh, – Avikas Zubak, did you use him the other night? Hope you did because he worked out really well against Denver. That was just the perfect matchup for him. Moved into that starting lineup, uh, 3,700 gave you 40 fantasy points. He's actually been a pretty good player this year. Like I've watched his game, and he's not a a, a total stiff by any measure. Uh, Now, is he worth playing for 4,900? I don't know. Now, again, they want to get him minutes. They finally got him minutes last game. And this is a tempo-up game, but I do think that not quite as good of a matchup maybe as we uh, saw against Denver. But Houston, DVP-wise, ranking 27th versus the position. So uh, we can probably work him into uh, some of our teams today pretty comfortably. Uh, Julius Randle at 6,500. I was worried a little bit about him in this back end of the back-to-back, and it kind of bore out. Uh, He was the one that struggled versus Denver. Seven points, eight rebounds, and uh, really dudded out in that one. He could easily rebound in this game against Houston here. Salary is definitely in play in a game with 235. Now, James Harden at 12K, man, I would be, you know, What are the chances he doesn't play the fourth quarter here tomorrow? I think it's pretty darn good. And uh, if he doesn't play the fourth quarter, I don't see him getting a 57 fantasy points like we haven't projected at. So that's my worry here with James Harden is just the full-on tank mode by the Lakers uh, makes it hard for me to believe Harden's going to play. But I will definitely have some stacks of this game in case that does happen because uh, if it's close, it's going to be mega high scoring and you're going to want James Harden in your lineups. The better options might be the guys in the middle tier, a guy like Clint Capella at 5,300 at center. He's only 400 more 
than uh, Zubac. And we know how bad the Lakers are in defending uh, the center position. Uh, terrible in the DVP. Uh, you know, does he have 40 fantasy point upside? Not too often. But in this matchup, uh, very up and down, I don't hate him today. I think he's a safe option. And then Trevor Ariza at 5K just seems too cheap, but a guy who's all over the map, starting to kind of steady out a little bit, at least four consecutive games over 20. Uh, I just feel he's too cheap for this matchup. And then we've got Revenge with Lou Williams at 5-4 today versus the Lakers. He should see plenty of run in this game. And uh, same with Ryan Anderson at 4-9. Uh, I think Houston, they're... They're going to score a lot, but it's just hard to figure out who those guys are going to be on a nightly basis. Um, I think Anderson's a decent bet, though, here today. 4,900, 26 in each of the last two games, and um, yeah, I kind of like him tonight. Uh, other plays, though, we've got uh, Jordan Clarkson. He moved into the starting lineup over D'Angelo Russell. I don't know why, but he did. Um, wasn't great, but that was the back-to-back -back in altitude last time out at 22. Uh, if he's starting again at 56, I know you've got Beverly defense there, but the tempo of this game, the minutes, uh, I think he's a guy to look at. We could also go back to D'Angelo Russell. I expect incredibly low ownership on him. Uh, really shot the ball poorly in that last game versus Denver, four for 14. The minutes were at 27, not great, not horrible. I expect a better effort from him maybe in that second unit, but the price is, is not there. Play him over, um, well, let's see. I was going to say, Play him over on DraftKings, but DraftKings, uh, he is 7,500, so he'll be even lower owned over on DK tonight. If you want some crapper run, maybe Sam Decker at min salary at 3,500. Uh, Brandon Ingram at 43. Gosh, man, right when you play him, um, that last game against uh, Denver just stunk. 14 real-life points, but just 19 fantasy points for him. Uh, but again, back end of a back-to-back, -to -back, tough spot little bit better position um, considering the salary he's at. Memphis in Chicago to, uh, let's see, Memphis in Chicago is a 201. Again, Memphis not playing really good defense, and we saw vintage Jimmy Butler last time out. 9400 is his salary here. I don't necessarily see me going back to the well. He's played really well against Charlotte so far this season, so uh, that might not have come as a shock against Memphis though we just saw them slow down Giannis Antetokounmpo last game and I'm not necessarily buying into this uh you know new Chicago team after that uh, impressive game they had last time out uh Rondo I'm sure he's going to start again tonight and uh and played well had a season high 20 points uh six assists seven boards maybe there is something to this uh you know veterans kind of taking over doing their thing 3600 or 36 fantasy points last game you know, if he's at 4-9 again, I'd probably give him some consideration. But at 5-6 on FanDuel, 5-3 on DraftKings, I think I'm going to reserve him for a tournament play today. But uh, should be in for a, a pretty good number of minutes. I actually like Mike Conley a little bit tonight. I don't love the salary at AK. I think we're going to have really low ownership on him. But I feel like, you know, you look at his game logs, he can really, you know, he's really right around that 40 fantasy point mark. Struggled against the Clippers. Uh, struggled against Atlanta and struggling is 30 fantasy points, but 39 against Milwaukee, 44 Brooklyn, 43 Dallas, 40 or 39 Dallas, uh, 44 Phoenix, 46 Denver. Again, higher tempo teams, but against Rondo defense, uh, he should be just fine. Uh, the guy who got a lot of run last game, Nikola Mirotic. Nico really lit it up with 24 points, 11 rebounds. Had those 12 three-point attempts against Charlotte and uh, made the most of them, making five. I don't think he's out of play at 4,200. Again, I, I, if Hoiberg has a clue, you know, you played maybe your best game of the year last time out. Roll with the same rotation that you had that day, and he was a big part of it. So uh, at 4,200, We've got him projected at 17. I'd probably rather go up to about 23, 24. Uh, maybe 20, yeah, 23 is probably the number uh, that I'm going at. So a bit higher than we've got it set at tonight. I don't mind him tonight. Even in cash games, if you need salary relief. Um, that's pretty much it. Jermichael Green, uh, 3,900, starting to get more minutes uh, last game. Wasn't fabulous in the 23 he played. I'm probably not going there. Definitely not going Vince Carter, by the way. Uh, man, you want to talk about outliers. This guy was 8-for-8 eight eight shooting, 6-for-6 six six from three-point range last game. 
Uh, he might start again. Chandler Parsons is going to be out. And for that reason, he's somewhat interesting, but his projection of 17 is about right uh, for me in this matchup. Uh, and let's not sleep on Marcus Gasol again. You know, 33 we've got him projected at. I'd probably set mine at about 37 in this matchup uh, with certainly upside to get to the 40s here against Chicago. Uh, DVP-wise, they come in uh, ranking fourth, uh, but doesn't worry me too much going against uh, Lopez here. He's just a kind of do-everything guy. Uh, let's see if they play first game versus Chicago. Pretty good. 21 shot attempts for him that day. 24 and 11. Uh, so nice 40 burger for him. So I like me some Marcus all tonight. If you're not going to pay up for Boogie Cousins. Okay. Uh, Sacramento and Suns high tempo game here at a 221. Willie Cauley Stein popping for me big time today at 5.5. Now we saw a lot of guys kind of sit out that last game. So it'll be interesting to see how things, uh, end up here tonight for him uh, but 9 of 16 shooting for him you'll take that all day long 26 fantasy points that day definitely has some upside I think he's really really interesting and we got to see if Scal Labissiere uh, will end up uh, starting we had a lot of guys who uh, took the night off if he is in the starting lineup again uh, he got it done in 20 minutes 27 fantasy points 3700 uh, DraftKings he is at uh, that same price point I don't know if we're going to have that information ahead of time. If we get it, I'm a little bit interested at uh, that pretty deflated price point. And then Buddy Heald from Sacramento at 4.6K. Uh, you know, very productive in his start last time out. 29 fantasy points and uh, just 4,600. So another maybe pivot off of Lamb at that shooting guard on FanDuel if you're looking for one. And then TJ, or excuse me, uh, Darren Collison, before we get to the Phoenix side of things, uh, double-double that last game, kind of got back going a little bit. Uh, I don't hate him at 57. Um, again, this matchup versus Phoenix really feels like a, a good opportunity for him. Last time out against this team, uh, 19 real-life points, 8 for 16 shooting. It was pretty low in the ancillary stats, only had 22 fantasy points that day. But uh, I don't hate Collison tonight. Kind of like him. More than Rondo, I think, in the pace of this game. Uh, and then the bigs, uh, Kufis, uh, probably not at 4-4. Uh, on the Phoenix side, it's, it's tough here. Like, I'm not seeing a lot of guys I'm in love with outside of probably Devin Booker today at 6-6. I just love the salary on him when he's in this mid-sixes. Scoring has been up. Wings do well against them. 26 shot attempts, 20-21. That's his last three games. So he's a guy that almost looks like a cash game play for me. I don't know why we've got him projected at 29. I think he's like 32-33 in my book today against Sacramento. Uh, TJ Warren's all right as well at 5-9 on a price point side of things. Um, just know that, uh, you know, 13 rebounds a couple of games ago against the Lakers was nice. That inflated things. Uh, the last couple of games, solid minutes, just not the best production, but really good opponent here for him. Um, so TJ Warren, a guy I'm looking at sauce Williams at five, six, I think I'm going to pass on the sauce tonight. Uh, double, double last game, um, 12 points, 10 rebounds. He's done that in a good bit, you know, one, two, three, four, five, Six of his last seven games, it's just that price has come up now at 5-6. I don't think he's uh, an autoplay anymore. Over on DraftKings, he's 6,300, so FanDuel, better spot for him. And then the last game of the night, uh, Milwaukee and the Clippers. You know, I stopped playing Chris Paul, and then he goes for 30 real-life points in back-to-back -back games. Um, I'm not sure this is the spot to jump back on, but I could – Maybe see it happening again. Uh, much more aggressive the last few games, shooting the basketball, and uh, well-rounded, 51-45 in those games. So maybe he's getting more healthy, I don't know. But uh, at 8,900, looks just a tad too cheap here. But Milwaukee, one of the toughest teams in the league against the point guard. So uh, that's the problem you have in, ro in rostering Chris Paul here today. Uh, I don't think I'm going to Antetokounmpo at 10-4. A uh, little bit of a letdown. Certainly that last game and makes you wonder, you know, looking at the uh, road performance here against Memphis, just 30 fantasy points that day. That's a tough matchup. Uh, not that this one's much easier, but um, uh, I'm just really not interested in probably paying up for that number on him today. Uh, Milwaukee, uh, I think DeAndre Jordan probably on DraftKings at 7,200, a little bit interesting. Uh, 66 over there on DK, 72 on FanDuel. 
I don't think he's unplayable on FanDuel. Obviously, he had that real big game against Philadelphia where he had 20 rebounds. We can throw out that game versus Utah. You're not going to expect him to do well against Gobert, but uh, against the the likes of Thon Maker here, like he's going to just destroy Thon Maker when he faces him one on one here today. So uh, I think DeAndre Jordan's interesting. Uh, we've got him projected fairly high for him at 32. So I'm not sure I'm adjusting that, but kind of like him in tournaments tonight. We've seen Blake Griffin definitely fall off the last couple games, so I think that the public might uh, might look elsewhere. 7,900 on DraftKings. Can't remember the last time he was that low. Um, looking at, yeah, let's look at the salaries here. He hasn't been that low since uh, February the 2nd. He was 7,700, and uh, he went for 50 fantasy points that day. Uh, I think he's almost must play at 7900 on DraftKings. I don't hate the $8,800 number on FanDuel uh, tonight either. So uh, there you go. That's what I got for you. Uh, oh, Chris Middleton's all right, too, today against the Clippers at 63. Salary dropped down just a little bit. I uh, did love him at 68. Loved him at 57. 63 is the right number for him, so uh, uh, I can get back on board there. So that's it. I am done. Long podcast for you, but we had 10 games to talk about. We appreciate you giving us a listen and a download. Please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review over there on iTunes. That would be tremendous. Uh, Also, if uh, you've got any feedback, you can leave it in the comment section. Find us on Twitter at Rotogrinders, me at Dan underscore Bach. Tonight, I'm back on Sirius, so join us for that show, 6 to 7 Eastern, right up until Roster Lock with Beer Makers Fan. And uh, we've got uh, the Tour Junkies, David Barnett, and Justin Van Zuden, Rotogrinders Golf uh, as well from... Uh, what is that? Uh, seven to eight on Sirius XM, getting you ready for this week's Arnold Palmer Invitational, and I'm sure they'll cover some of the uh, FanDuel strategies. I built. I'll say this much about FanDuel: it's going to be a fun week to experiment. It's going to load up some low-dollar tournaments with different strategies and see which kind of pays off the best here. So, uh, thanks again to them for putting their name on this show. Thanks to you for listening and you know being a part of this great community we have at Roto Grinders. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow. Till then, good luck this Wednesday night. We will see ya. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.